The Carmen and Yurko podcast is sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Check out the ESPN Chicago Games, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka at ESPNChicagoGames.com. Watch us compete against each other. Share memories and laughs, all for charity. Tito's Handmade Vodka celebrates 25 years. Cheers to you, Chicago. Welcome to all in for Greeny today, and now we cross talk with Carmen and Yurko. What's up, guys? Hello. What up, fellas? How you Boys, guys doing? What's up? What is up? How about oh, that? Yeah. Bulls victory last night. Pretty good. Two fellas yeah. get a chance to go ahead and just, you got a big bite of Chicago Bulls basketball. It was morning. good. You yeah. saw the young players show up. Io DeSumo playing Io? really well as the starting point guard, pushing the pace, playing good defense, only turns the ball over twice. It was fantastic. Good to see in DeMar DeRozan, 37 points, 19 in the third quarter. He was great. He was. Io's uh, probably the biggest takeaway of the night, though. I mm-hmm. mean, it's one season and one game for Io, so who mm-hmm. knows. Uh, but he is. They, well, you're they, seeing, they found you're, a gem in the second round. Yeah, with and you're kid. seeing they really did, right? Yeah. Like, you're seeing, like, like this is not what you're not seeing with Patrick Williams. Yeah, correct. You're seeing a young kid who is uh, working in the offseason, adding to his game. Uh, the moment doesn't seem too big for him, where Patrick Williams still seems to be floating out there. Yes. Still got the deer in the headlight. He's look out, out there. there. Twenty-eight minutes doesn't really do a whole lot. He uh, he you barely noticed him. Yeah, you right. Barely noticed him last right. night, and he that's a bad. Even, he doesn't sign. even make any noise defensively. I mean, right. you, it should mm-hmm. be if you're not going to if you're not going to participate in the offense because there's not enough basketballs. Play good defense. At least make your presence felt defense. Yeah. And with Io, the the thing that I think is so impressive, obviously hitting three-point shots is going to be huge for his game. But wasn't there a a span in the either third quarter or fourth quarter where there were like two consecutive steals in the backcourt where Io was tipping, deflecting the basketball and then leading to I don't know if they converted on both of those situations, but he was like taking the he was taking the issue to the defense yes. of the Miami Heat and then also offensively there was that drive where he pushed the pace and instead of letting up he took the basketball all the way to the chest of the defender got contact went up with it with control he didn't get the end one which they talked about on the broadcast but like that's what you want to see from a young player who last year probably flailed out of bounds and, and threw it off the side of the backboard he he took that extra dribble collected himself right into the chest laid it up for two, took the contact. That, like That's something where you see a young player taking his game to the next level. The kid just knows how to play. And I heard you guys mm-hmm. talking about it before, uh, the moment last night where he's the one going up to Andre Drummond telling him, dude, yeah. calm it down. Relax, bro. You know, let's not go on tilt here. Real, like, Andre Drummond's been in the league, what, 12 years? I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's 28, so there, he's been in there a there's while. There's Tasumu yeah. telling him, hey, let's take a breath, let's calm it down, let's not get let the moment get away from us. And Andre Drummond seemingly listening to him and responding. Sure. Like, I mean, it's there. there is a lot to like about Io. There really is. I think mm-hmm. we got a glimpse of it last year, and he just looks like the kind of player that is going to be in demand in this league for a long time because he just knows how to play. He's not going to kill you winner. on most nights. He's a he winner. just knows how to play. And Positive moments on the Keep floor. taking threes. Plays Keep winning basketball. taking threes. Yeah. They had then, thirty. They attempted thirty six last night. They were the league low last year. Yeah, in thirty uh, with twenty nine and a half attempts per game. Take more threes. You have to. A good way to start, considering the the record last year against the upper echelon teams in the East, and that the day started off in such a such a ominous way, didn't mm-hmm. it? You know, with the the Zach news, 
to go out and win a game like that on the road where you were a pretty big underdog, that's a nice way to start. They got to feel good about that. And they, they look like he, even if Zach's in and out of the lineup a lot, and we know Lonzo's going to miss a huge chunk of the season, if they can do that on most nights, if they can yeah. replicate that, They'll be they'll be in that playoff mix, that play in mix that we talked right, about. Right, you yesterday. need Vooch to play well. He played well last night. I think that's what really um sets his team back is like if Zach's not there and it's only DeMar, then really you're not working with a whole lot. But if you have a player who's on the border of being an all star who shows up in those moments, you can kind of get by. Yeah. And you can beat another team that's going to be a playoff team. I, very impressive win last Look, night. Look, if they can keep this up, if they play like this without Levine, I'll have to change my opinion on them about them not being a playoff team. Yeah, say, yeah they'll make the play-in. I don't still don't think they're a play like if no, they're like, probably is, is making team. the play in, making the playoff. I don't know. How does that technically does that go down in the books as a playoff berth? Uh, the top eight teams are the playoff teams. No, you have to win the plan games right, to get okay. into the seventh and the eighth so I seed. Still be yeah. right. Right. I could so, still be right. Yeah, so you could technically the finish the season. The so if they make the play in and lose, I could still be right. <laughs> yes, yeah, technically, <laughs> yes. right. Yes. Yep. Because I the think, other teams, Chris yeah. is right, go back into the lottery. Yeah. That's 100%. Yeah. So yeah. I think, look, if they play, again, this is going to be, and we talked about it, is it something or is it nothing, that Billy Donovan talked about how Levine has independent doctors that are going to, you know, review his knee on a day-by-day basis and concur with the Bulls doctors about whether or not he should be playing. And is it something or is it nothing that this dude's going to be going back and forth between these doctors and this is going to be a, hey, not going to play him back-to-backs? Like, how many games is he Is he going to play in 80% of the games this year? Oof. 75% I don't know. of the games? When you're not playing night one, are you going to play in 80% of the games? Like, is, he playing I mean, for, is he playing tomorrow? Because they have a back-to-back. In the second my game, guess is he won't play tomorrow. I don't think he will either. And my guess is he's not going to play in a lot of back-to-backs. The second of a lot of back-to-backs. Or, or the, however Depending it is. on where I, they I, are. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. 60 games. That's what you're looking at, probably. Well, in, in 75% here, of the that's season. 75%. Yeah. Yeah. This was interesting. Yeah. Uh, a month ago, did we even think that this was something that we had to think about? No. no. I thought that he was going to be Fairly. ready for the start of the season. I know that he had surgery in May. I didn't, I would, I didn't realize that heading into the year that they were going to treat this like Clay Thompson coming back, where he's going to have limited minutes. Right. They're not really going to play him a whole lot. Uh, I, I get the, the approach to try and take caution with it, but I don't, think, uh, Bull, I don't think they sold us that he was going to be in and out of the lineup to start the season. I thought, I thought this team was right. It wasn't cohesion, what yes. AK uh, talked about at media day, getting everyone yeah. healthy. Here, this Finally, we have guys out. If your best player, in air quotes, your most your highest paid player with his max contract isn't going to be there. How how can you preach to us that the only thing that was missing was getting guys healthy and having cohesion with the lineup? That's why it's hard to buy what they were trying to spin yesterday. And I think you're exactly right, Chris. And Casey Johnson wrote this. I don't know if you guys saw this at NBC Sports Chicago. This isn't what the Bulls envisioned when they talked about continuity. Lonzo ball out indefinitely. And now Zach Levine managing, quote unquote, his left knee for an undetermined amount of time and possibly for the whole season. No matter how the Bulls tried to spin things on Wednesday as they open up their season with an impressive 116-108 victory over the Miami Heat, make no mistake, this is a new development and new messaging. Right, and that's that's, that's important to come from Casey. Problem, and yep. I know Darnell Mayberry wrote in his column last night uh, almost the same thing, and his quote was like, no matter how you spin it, this is strange. Yes. This is not how they presented it to us. Ahead of time. And I think the Bulls, I, I think, I don't know this, 
I think I just you can sort of read between the lines of what these people are writing that are around the team a lot. Right. I think it has totally caught them off guard. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I, why I really to me do. these, these yeah. having his own doctors to me might yes. be something. Exactly. Because See, I don't. I don't. Yurko, what do you think about that? I don't. Th- I think. I think a, a lot of top level NBA players have their own medical. He's not a top level NBA player. He is. Uh, he's in the conversation. Well, I mean, he's he has a max deal. He's paid. He's got the money. A lot of guys get paid money. He's paid that. You know what I'm saying? And so what's he looking at? He wants to be a productive player, I think, for the next five, six years, the length of his contract. Um, I I think a lot of it for Levine is that he he wants to be treated like the superstar with that superstar status. So if he's got a knee injury, then he wants to be on the superstar system. And the superstar system is, okay, I get to say when I play. Yeah. Yeah. I like Kawhi having my own doctors. I get to do it this way. Derek? Anthony Davis, there's there's all ty- types of guys that have like their own. Be, right, he might be the highest paid player on the team, but he's not the best player. No, on the he's team. not. No, he's not. DeMar right DeRozan now. was the best player last season. Yes. We we all yeah. talked about yes. that last mm-hmm. year, yes. and he showed up. That like, you know, what's so funny about it is night one, you expect everyone ready to go, maybe a little rust, but DeMar was the one ball that we saw footage throughout the summer. Where he was out competing, he was in the Drew League. Right, he was in the Drew League. He was yeah. playing with LeBron in the Drew League. He was out there logging minutes. Yeah, like getting after it. Now I get it. Drew League is not an NBA game. It's like a glorified scrimmage, especially for these high-level NBA players. But, like, it's interesting. He was exerting himself, You have two different guys. You have one guy that's out there grinding every day. He also talked at Media Day. Like, someone, I think, asked him, how how can you trust that your body will be ready? And his response was, we have the best... Uh, medicals now. We have every opportunity to be at our peak performance for for an entire season. Like, why wouldn't you take advantage of it? Right. Like, that's the mindset of DeRozan. Meanwhile, Zach didn't play five on five the entire summer. Well, is that because he did have a knee procedure? Though, does that have something to do with it? I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe it's it just, is. You know, it is clearly. I'm just saying, like, it feels like there's two different mindsets yeah. between the two players, and, and that's why should, one guy's a better player, and and he is. Uh, showing us last night, he he showed up. Maybe we need to stop being surprised that, uh, or or think that it's unsustainable that Demar has just reached a point, even in year fourteen, where like he totally gets it and he's figured it out. I, I thought last year, I'm like, how could he replicate that again? And uh, how do you do that? Well, it, there's it's, a, it's little... a rare thing, and maybe he's just to your point, he's figured it out now. Yeah, he certainly figured it out, but there is there's some burn at the end of the season. Like last year in the the final month of the year, he looked exhausted. Demar wasn't yeah, he what really, he was he really in the middle of them. Yeah. Right. point in the season. Well, no Lonzo, and it, no Levine, and especially yeah. in the playoffs yeah. against the Bucks. He was like, terrible. But like night one, you can do this. He yeah. can he could probably do this for the majority of the season. I don't know if they're going to win anything mm-hmm. with that. I doubt but it's it. Fun but... to watch. <laughs> yeah, he's fun. He is fun to cheer for, and he's fun to watch. There's no doubt. I mean. So did you guys uh, see this photo see that I, I sent uh, out on social media? I'll, I'll bring it up there it because I, I think Yurko needs to uh, take a look at this. Oh, and look, and we need to determine whether or not this is something. This was uh, O'Hare last Thursday morning. Oh, oh At O'Hare, God. I'm sitting there in the stall, Yurko. Christ. Carm, I'm sitting there, <laughs> and an individual next to me shuffles in, kicks off their shoes, not wearing socks, oh. and they proceed to sit down next to me in the stall. And I can see a foot That's horrific. creeping into my stall. It's just horrific. 
playing foot. footsie with you? No, no. they didn't I think play that's footsie. That's like the international sign for "Hey, let's hey, go." Buddy. What are you thinking? First hey, of all, buddy. the foot is unsightly. I mean, it, 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 it's, <laughs> yeah, right. the toes are get mangled. A damn, get and, a damn uh, pedicure. Go get a pedicure. I mean, look at the big. To look at the nail on the big toe. Uh, and then, I the, mean, then the fourth toe is just like oh yeah, my smashed God. into the shoe <laughs> and is deformed. Here, can everybody see on Twitch? Here, I sent it out. It's on Chris's. That's a problem. I'm going to make this the background on your phone. <laughs> it's just awful. That's a problem. I just looked at it. I saw it. That, 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 that'd be problematic for me. How do you, no. how, who's Even cool? for me. And I, I like being in barefoot. You are barefoot. Do you ever go into our bathrooms here barefoot, yeah, though? I, I've I, seen I've it. I've gone okay. into it. I thought, yeah, I thought I've, I've, gone I've gone seen it before. Yes. I thought I've seen it before. Yeah. But would, you would never do this in a, in a public place at O'Hare. It's reckless. No, not, not at O'Hare. I would sleep in our bathroom upstairs. It's got that ledge. You talked about yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, right next to the handicap stall. I think Charlie's actually slept. We have yeah. couches. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, I when I sleep here, I usually am barefoot. But yeah. Yeah, That's but fine, they, but you're not in the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's comfortable there. You're right next to the heater, just right. in case. Just in case of what? You get a pillow, you lay down. I'm going to try this, Yurko. A blanket, you lay a blanket down. Get and as Chris has told, I don't, we don't know the culprit. I'm not calling anybody right. out, but we've And then you've got, got a Pajana oh, oh, there. You, got you some know guys, it's bad when Yurko thinks We've it's got bad. some guys with bad aim at the station. Just oh, say, oh, this is from I'll last night. I'll just say that. I'll just say <laughs> oh, that. That's true. That we've shoes. got some guys not with bad aim at the radio station. Not only that, but then you got a splash situation, too. Well, this is in the stall. So yesterday, you know. Which night's six to eight? We're we're here after everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. And last night before uh came down to, to do the show, like around like five forty five, I go into the bathroom. Someone not only went on the seat from a standing Somebody position as a guy. Stand, yeah, a guy peed on the seat. They missed the toilet altogether yeah, and it was on the floor. What? Bad aim. This is somewhat this is one of our teammates. This is a teammate. Right. This is a disturbing I said to Abdullah, I go, I'm not gonna bring this up on the air. It's I a teammate. Bad. I don't want to do stall. it. And, and so the stall is not for number one. Well it is if it's well, a packed no, house. That's if it's a packed house, urinals are for. But if it's a packed house, the you stall go. is to be sat but on. Who only. misses the entire? But this toilet. is this is bathroom etiquette. If someone, because we only have two urinals, if someone is there, you go into the stall. Exactly. You walk in, this you is go for, into the stall. Right. Unless this, you're more. Well, exactly. Carmen will never. Nope. Splash be next guard. There's to no me. splash guard. That's fair. If we're there's two two urinals are open, That's he fair. always goes to the stall. There's no splash guard. I'm not in our that bathroom. guy. <laughs> I mean, if there's a guy at one, I'm going to the next one. Disgusting. Hey, what's up, champ? How's it hanging? You know. Who, the, 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 you know, just natural no. flow of conversation at, at, at the urinal. Have, have some. This is a building of, of uh, a professional. Of, of well, learned doctors. For example, this is a house of learned doctors. What upsets me You're is not there's, a doctor. there's no urinal cakes in there. Where are the cakes at? No, I don't know that Can either. Can we get some ice chips? Is it too much something. to act? Like, yeah. It's one thing when I have to tell my 10-year-old son, like, dude, get it together. Aim. He's 10, though. You know, Aim. like. Are we not in a building of, of grown-ups and, and uh, gr- uh, men using the men's room? I feel like Al Pacino and Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Who told you you could work with men? I mean, like, are you not? You shouldn't be working in a building with grown-ups if you can't I, hit the toilet. Guys, the guys, guys, it was on the floor. Like, what, what are I've, you doing? I've had a situation before when you're doing that, and it happens to be at 
you know, standing at one of those yeah. where you get a little bit of the, you know, you get the shakes from, you know, you get a little oh bit of the, sh- not that wild, <laughs> but there is a dribble or two on the seat. I grabbed the toilet paper and I went On the it seat? Yeah, but this is on the floor, that's man. Civilized. That's civilized. That's, a, that's, a, that's a nice civilized. move. Yeah. yeah. We're all adults. I'm bringing this up on the next 12 Q. Please. I want to know who peed. <laughs> Matter I'm going to tell Craig Carmison. I'm going to say Craig. Apparently someone, not, because no. my best friends are peeing all over the floor. Yesterday, <laughs> on the floor, Yesterday was me cleaning the toilet day at the house anyways. There okay. I was. Okay. With, the, you know, boom, 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 spraying it down, letting yeah. it settle, then coming in and scrubbing all the toilet stuff. You know, I didn't I didn't want to just bring this up to Abdal behind the scenes and just accuse someone. Right. Like I'm I not took, naming names. No, no, but I took like a good I, I got you got I a took sample. A took no, some no, evidence. I didn't take a sample. But everybody's you, got a pee you in should the lab. Okay, no, you should let not, it dry, and if there's a tinge well, of red, that means somebody's got a little blood in their urine. Okay, too. Yeah, no, that's just good to know. Right. No, it's not. My, my point was, to listen, help I'll tell you my, this right now. If you go on a long car trip, I like, say, cares. a thousand miles, <laughs> yeah. you come back, your kidneys will be unsettled to the point where it might release a little bit of that. Chris, finish your point. Go ahead, My point was, I think if you see water that was dripped on the floor and the other option on the floor... You can tell a difference. There's like a, it looks like a, a sticky, there's a, yeah, there's you know, like a viscosity to yeah, the urine yeah, like, almost. Like I took a look and I was like, wait a second, that's not like cleaning product oh, that was spilled. This oh. is, Someone just completely missed. You can't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Because it was also like on the side. That's like, awful. We shared the bathroom. That's my point. Walks in. I said it to him. I'm See, like, man, what happens sometimes. that's wild. Somebody walks in. You hear a voice and you turn. Hello. Uh, and, and as you turn, so does the missile. Not really? I would say Thank this. you. Love I mean, you. How do you figure Look. if I'm standing and peeing in the toilet and somebody and I turn? Why are you I turning? Why are you turning? Well, but, but I don't go like this. I'm talking. I'm looking it's at like Twitch right now. I'm talking you to you. I'm looking at Twitch. You have like a better over. pocket yeah. presence, right? I think I'm, I'm, I'm just guys, turn when he sees the tiger. Yeah, I'm trying to. What I'm trying Shuffle to do is give you maybe a theory and or a philosophy, something that might have happened. You can't shoot everything down. Because obviously the evidence is on the floor. We have gone out of our way to create a professional environment in that bathroom. We have mints. We have have uh, hair hair gel. We have various colognes and body sprays. We don't deserve that kind of treatment. And I will stop buying mints. I will turn this car around. I will stop buying mints. Don't, because I love that feature. The mints are great. (laughs) mints are great. And fill up the mint fund. I just put a buck in the other day. Come on, everybody. I used it. I went to to Walgreens and you... No, that's a different fund. Do your part and put some money into the the collection for the mints. Every little bit helps. And for the the, the, the other... uh, Not condiments. What would you call it? The other... Men's... uh, Condoms. uh, No, we don't uh, have condoms in there. Men's grooming... Toiletries and men's toilet products. In winter, products. people will get the wrong vibe from this, but we might need some hand lotion in of there. Oh, it's winter. Like, my hands are. It's yeah, winter. I, I feel like you need that after lotion. you wash your nice. hands a lot. My hands are getting a little ashy yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lubiderm. Lubiderm yeah. would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yes. Yes. Medicated lotion. And yes. if you want to put uh, hands. You know, some yeah. Marlboro Reds in there, that's cool too. Grandma Marlboro Red and go outside and have a smoke. Palm all unfiltered. It's like a real, regular, full service bathroom. I love it. What do you guys got coming up today? So, Bulls, Bears, uh, we're going to talk to Todd Furman. at one- yes. Are we doing McKnight at the Movies, boys? Yes. You got Cord- yeah. I'll tell you what you guys have. You right, have Courtney Cronin at 1 o'clock. <laughs> Thank you. got McKnight at the Movies at one fifteen. Thank you. And then you've got it's Todd Furman one. at one thirty-five. got a loaded show. That's I know the movie. Boom. It's a good one. It's All a good, good. one. It's a good one. Yeah. Can't wait. It's a good one. All right. We got a lot of guests for. It's two it's guests. Two guests. guests. You're McKnight at the Movies. Loaded up. It's your Thursday show. Yeah, but it's we got Furman and Courtney. I mean, it's Bears. What are you Football season, pal. Get with the program. Thanks, boys. Go work today. with the program. We'll see you tomorrow, boys. <laughs> see you guys right. later. What Coming am I doing here? Next on ESPN 1000.
listening to Carmen and Yurko on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Hey, the warm-up is already starting. I mean, it's going to be beautiful this weekend, but uh, even today, a little bit nicer than it's been the last couple Sun shining outside of our old National Bank State Street studio. It's Carmen and York with you. Cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie at 2. Taking your calls now if you want to talk Bulls, Bears, 312-332-3776. Good time here. A lot happening. Baseball playoffs. NBA's back. Some good action last night. You saw a good game between the Knicks and the Grizzlies that went to overtime. And John Morant with a couple of spectacular plays in the overtime session to get the Grizz a win. How about Paolo Bancaro? Wow. Yeah. 25, uh, 27, five, five, I think. 27. Uh, stat line, uh, I think that rivaled LeBron's debut. Pretty impressive. From Those two teams are interesting, man. I'm telling you, the next couple years, the Magic and the Pistons might be good. I think, dare I say, they will be good. I we'll think the, the Pistons, I think, are a team that, uh, I think the Pistons are coming quick. They've got a lot on, of talent. They're on the come? They are. I mean, Cade can play, and I think Duran's going to be good for them and might be a real defensive difference maker in the years to come. And Jaden Ivey was flashing his skill set a little bit last night. The Purdue kid. Absolutely. The youngster from Purdue that disappointed mightily in the uh, NCAA tournament. St. Pete's game, right? Yeah, Yeah. he was awful. God, what a run, St. Pete's. Remember that? But, uh, I mean, he's talented. There's no doubt the kid's talented. And, yeah, so it's good to have the NBA back. It's nice. A couple of games tonight. Bulls back in action tomorrow against Washington. Let's go to Vinny in Palatine. Vinny, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Hey, fellas, Yurko, guys. Hey, uh, Yurko, I'm at the uh, Players Pub up in Prospect Heights in uh, Belmont. Race four, horse four. Yurkovic, what do you think? Come Race on. four, horse four. What track? Belmont, he said. Belmont. Belmont. Right Yurkovic. now, today? Six to one. I'll put some shekels down. Yeah. I'm logging I, I in right now. I think that's what needs to be done. I'm going to Belmont right now on my account. You're saying the, four, you're saying the fourth, fourth race? Fourth Fourth yeah. race. Fourth race, the fourth four horse race, yeah. at Belmont. we got about a half an hour, a little bit less than a half an hour. All right. I'm going to walk into players. I'm putting 20, I'm the, 20 to win. 20 to win. Vinny, if he wins, call us back. Yeah. I will, buddy. All right, bye. Have See you, Vinny. All right, you oh. too, buddy. Oh, we're going to watch it here, kid. Oh, that's a good heads up. Are you up. kidding Hold me? You're, Belmont. You talks amongst yourselves, Charlie and Kendra. We're Race four. Take a break here, and we got to make bets. We have more important things uh, to do. No, Did I ever not, tell you about my my best bet of all time that was completely accidental, Carmen? No. I meant, So I was in Las Vegas, and I was doing terrible, and I meant to bet on St. Mary's, and I accidentally bet on St. Pete's. And that was the only bet I won like the entire spring? weekend. Yeah, last spring. Oh, my God. Yeah. Only thing I got right was accidentally betting on St. That's Peter's. kind of amazing. So the horse is Yurkovich. No. Okay, so that's the Remember the quarterback that went to Notre Dame and then transferred to Penn State? Was one of the more highly recruited quarterbacks that was recruited that year? When? Oh, probably about five years ago. Do you mean Yurkovici? What was his name? No, it was J-U-R-K-O-V-E-C. I don't remember that. He's oh, Jerkovic. Po- yeah. I think he went to Boston College, I want to say. Is that where he ended yeah, up? Yeah, I think so, because okay, I think maybe, they're playing each other this year. Maybe he transferred out there, but that's that's the name that you're looking at there. But it looks good. J-U-R-K-O-V-E-C. That's close enough. I think I'm yes. going to bet it. I mean, I, I don't see how we can. Yeah, can't. go ahead and pound it, Carm. The four horse in the fourth race right. at Belmont Vinny, is your Vetch. Uh, let's V-E-C. Go. Let's go to our buddy Chase on the south side. What up, Chase? Hey, Carmen J. DeFalco, what's up, man? What up, what's man? going on, Chase? What up, the good kid? 
Everything's good. What's well, up? Yeah, what's happening? What do you got for what's us? What's happening? Hey, so I got two points if you got me time to make, right? Go ahead. I got to ask this question. So here's the thing. Okay, so with the Zach uh, knee situation, I want to say this. If you thought, remember in the free agency when there was questions about all the teams that were interested in him about him leaving during free agency, and like there were questions like, maybe the Portland was interested. Remember how Ward's made a report saying that there were a lot of teams interested in Zach? And you notice how that died out a little bit? And I'm wondering, did teams kind of knew about this new situation and they kind of felt like there was a red flag about this? And my thing is, if the Bulls knew that, and they still – maybe they didn't know that, but if they did know this, knowing that his knee was an issue, and they still signed him to this max deal, then that's an indictment on the Bulls oh, too. Yeah. And also with Patrick – I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that's what happened, but if that is the case. And with Patrick Williams, my thing is, I'm starting – it's kind of, he's starting – it's like I look at him like Justin Fields' basketball version of him because if he don't get it, get it together, I mean, I'd rather – Billy Donald's got to go to the rookie, uh, Terry, if, if that's the case. If this guy doesn't get it together real soon, because, you know, I mean, I want to give it time, but, I mean, he's still young, but he got to get it together. Yeah. But yeah. I'll let you guys think about that. And, uh, Thanks, Chase. You, you guys can comment on it. You guys have a good afternoon. Well, See, if there was a knee issue, for sure the Bulls would know. I would think. Their medical they would, people they would, would absolutely know that he had the knee issue. Yeah. Uh, other teams might have backed off because they may not have wanted to co- make the commitment to that kind of money for a guy that might only be available for 70, 75% of the games. So, yeah, if, I mean, you're going to sign a free agent. He's got to come in and he's got to wow the world. You know, re-signing with your original team, they have kind of know what his limitations are, if there are any limitations. So, uh, As far as Patrick Williams, look, last night was game number 89. It is not a lot. It's not a huge sample. That doesn't mean we can say that forever. Like, we can't get to game 140, right, Yerk, and still be saying, well, you know, he hasn't played a lot. Like, It's not a lot now. We're also not seeing a lot. We're, and it's, a, I guess, a little bit problematic. I mean, he just, he was kind of lost out there again last yeah. night. We just, we didn't, you didn't even really notice Patrick Williams. This is their so, first guy. This is the guy they earmarked. This was the guy. The Florida, Florida State. Pick. Take a look at him. This is it. Let's hope at we some point. We think he's going to be a player. Let's hope at some point it hasn't hits. happened yet. No. Eric's on the Northwest side. What's up, Eric? Hey, Carm. Hey, York. How are you guys? Good, man. What's up? Hey, what was Paolo's, uh, what was his odds to win it the rookie of the year before? before uh, he's the favorite. I, yeah, I, yeah, probably plus three hundred or something I, like it, that. It, couldn't, it can't be much, and, Eric. Yeah, it and can't Carm, be much. And Carm, watching him at Duke, I know you know basketball, and I uh, and I mean you could just tell he had that NBA body. He had was he six to eight? He reminds me of like a like that body LeBron has, you know, like that NBA body playing. Ba- college basketball basically i I like him eric i liked him the most if you were listening through the summer i liked him the most um i'm far from an expert they got him listed at six he's a big boy yeah and i just liked what i saw last year late in the season i like his ability to play make i think he's a i think he knows where to go with the basketball quite frankly i think he can look at a defense and read it know where it's supposed to go i think he's a good passer for a guy his size he runs well He's got some lift around the basket. I like him. I liked him all along thinking he should have been the number one pick. I like him more than Chet, um, more than Ivy, more than anybody else. I think he'll, and who knows? You never know how these things go. 
But, uh, yeah, I think he'll be the rookie of the year, and we all picked him. Uh, he is a plus 150 favorite, Yurko. He was probably plus never even yeah. three to one. Keegan Murray is your second choice with Benedict Mothrin, uh, with Ben Mothrin at, uh, at six to one. And, and I liked him better than Jabari Smith, quite frankly. I just liked him the most, and I think he'll turn out to be the best if he stays healthy. There's a lot to like him. I like his game. Not only is he gifted, I think he understands the game, and I think that was evident a lot at Duke when you watched him last year, especially late. When I, you know, when you see players that are understanding how to play make, how to find open teammates, where to go with the ball, I think it's on display with him, and he's a good passer. I like all that. Mo is in Frankfurt on ESPN One Thousand. What up, Mo? Hey, Mo. Hey guys, how are you doing? Today? Good. What's you guys are awesome. Thanks, buddy. Way, you Thank know, you. You know, those are awesome. So uh, basically, um, let me tell you something. And I'm sorry, Yurko. You're probably going to not like this call. So, uh, Cap and Hoodie were talking about clutch players, you know, throughout the years, you know, for Chicago sports. And my clutch player is when you hear that music, when you hear that Soldier Boy, you're standing inside, you're waiting in line at Soldier Field, waiting in the bathroom, and you hear Soldier Boy. You leave the line. I wouldn't wouldn't get up and go get in that line anyway. you should just put the pens on the way those lines are over there. Just pee your pants. But all right, so yeah, your, your vote. Your vote is for Hester. Is the most clutch, Hester, baby? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mo, you thank stand you. up. I, I, I know you stand you. up in a stadium. You stand up. Well, yeah, but I don't know that that makes him the most clutch. I think it made him extremely exciting. Sure, Devin was as exciting as anybody. I agree with that. Devin was like stop and watch if a team was going to punt to him. No question. I don't know that. I don't know how you define clutch. And I don't know. And a punt returner. I mean, Devin was great at it, and he was must-watch TV, but clutch is hard to define, period. How do you do it in a, with a punt returner? I don't know. I mean, when you talk about Big Poppy, you can talk about Big Poppy as being clutch, a guy in the playoffs that would come through, it uh, yeah. seems, every single time in a high-pressure situation. Yeah. That's what you would talk about. Uh, Kurt so, Schilling, you know? I think it's a little uh, easier. I mean, if wanted, someone wanted to say uh, Jerry Rice Jerry was Rice. clutch, in 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 big time situations, yeah. if you needed a reception, what could you come down Madison with? Madison Bumgarner. Well, because they'd had more opportunities, right, to make plays. I mean, Devin did have a touchdown return, you know, in the Super Bowl, and that's awesome. But it's yeah. it's a very small off, limited well, sample. Yeah, it's yeah. a very small limited sample. It's hard to be clutch. Yeah, you know, when you're only going to touch the ball maybe six times, maybe five times a game, especially when. In clutch moments, teams were probably punting away from you a um, lot. Especially yeah. in the, the five years that he didn't have a return for a touchdown. Right. Smart guy. Three one two three three two three seven seven. You know, Mo brought this upon himself. <laughs> it's Carmen in New York. We'll get back out to some more of your calls. We've got a loaded one o'clock hour. Courtney Cronin's got a Bears update for everybody in about fifteen. Todd Furman live in Vegas at one thirty. Not to mention McKnight at the movies because it's Thursday. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. All right, back out to the phones in a second. We have our locations for next week's shows on the road in Dallas. And we've been... uh, a lot Wonderful. of people on social have been asking, like, hey, you know, we're going. There are going to be so many Bear fans in Dallas next week. Hey, we're going. Where are you yeah. guys broadcasting? So Yurko's going to be meeting us for the weekend right. coming from Vegas. But Peggy from Vegas. Kaczynski and I will be doing next Friday's Football Friday live in Big D. We're actually going to be in 
in Irvine, 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 Texas. Irvine, Texas. Right by the stadium, right. or at least nearby. Uh, we at are going to be at fi- all both shows, our show and then the post game that you're doing on Sunday with Peggy, right. are going to be at two different Twin Peaks locations. Friday's show will be at the Twin Peaks at 1500 Marketplace Boulevard. That is just north, it looks like, of uh, 635 there to the LBJ Freeway in the greater Dallas-Fort Worth area. So come by and see us. We're not far from Valley Ranch, it looks like, Yurko, if you're familiar with it. Um, we're right, it's right by DFW, actually. So if you're staying somewhere near the airport, which would make sense, DFW Airport, not Love Field. If you're staying somewhere, uh, somewhere near DFW, come by and see us at 1500 Marketplace Boulevard. That's the Twin Peaks we're going to do the show at next Friday. And then, Yurko, you and Peggy are going to be doing post-game uh, in Grand Prairie. at Grand Prairie? Yes, 2130 South Highway 161. Man, that's exciting. Grand Prairie, Texas. So, And that's going to be at Twin Peaks, right? Uh, yeah, that's yes. they're both Twin Peaks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fun. So we've got that. You're going to uh, do a little social media post about that, Carl? Uh, I will. And I'll then throw I'll, it out I'll add it to my story, and it'll yeah. be out there, and people can look there, and they'll be able to find it. I is like it, it. Irvine or Irving, Texas? I, well, is it? Uh, I mean, I know Cal Irvine is like in California, right? Irvine's California. Ir- Irvine's, Irvine's yeah. Irving, Texas gotcha. is what I'm thinking. All right, but I mean, you've got it in front of you. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. I know, so, but I just have the I, I just have the fifteen hundred marketplace. Let's see, hold on. It is where's the full? Ooh, there's great. It's Irving Carm. Irving, it's right next go. to Grand Prairie. Perfect. All right, not a problem. I'm looking at it right now. There you go, Grand Prairie, a big little town here, north to south. Wow. Hello, how are you? I'm gonna have to narrow that search Texas, down there. Yes, you know it that. is. So that's where we're gonna be next week. I will post it on my Twitter account at Carmen DeFalco, so you can see the details of where our show next Friday is going to be and then where the post game with Yurk and Peggy is going to be next Sunday after the Bears go into Dallas and beat the Cowboys. Yes, I said it. We were there once when the Bears beat the Cowboys in Dallas. It might not happen this year, but hey, they got that guy, Micah Parsons. That might be tough. Rudy's in Sherville. What's up, Rudy? Hi, guys. Um, real quick, I think best definition of clutch I heard, I think, was from Lee Torino. He said when he was playing somebody for 100 bucks and all he had was five in his wallet, he had to be clutch. That's funny. Um, going back to this Patrick Williams thing, I, I don't know what is expected of him. You know, I, I don't watch every minute. I look at the box scores. But, like, last night, the Bulls played ten players, and seven of those players had more shot attempts than Williams. Yeah. And I, I don't, you know, you were mentioned earlier. There's not enough basketballs to go around, so I, I don't know if he's ever in the mix offensively, and I don't really know what people expect from him. Well, Rudy, I think when you draft a kid fourth overall, I mean, you expect you expect a lot. I mean, look at his. his they weren't teammates because they were both one and doneers, if I'm not mistaken, at Florida State. But you know, a year after he got drafted, where he was drafted, uh, Scotty Barnes was a lottery pick of the Raptors out of Florida State. Scotty Barnes was. Scotty Barnes run one rookie there last year, didn't he? I believe he did. He's terrific. I mean, that's what you expect. Patrick's off to a rougher start, missed most of last year because of an injury. But when you draft a guy fourth, you expect him to be a major contributor. That's what you're looking for in the yes, NBA. Yes, that's what you want. Know, that's, he's one, not involved one. enough. There's no doubt he's not. Let's go to Jordan and Merrillville on ESPN without. From Sherrillville to Merrillville, Yerko. What up, Jordan? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Good, Jordan, how are you? how you doing, kid? I'm good. I'm good. I wanted to, I wanted to give a shout out first uh, before I got into. Well, more of, it's more of a mock out. I, I hope he's listening to one of the guys in my uh, 
in my league who decided to spend all of his $75 in fab on Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> I hope he's li- listening. He, I'll bid in the next guy by 75 bucks. That, so was, like, foolish. That's a, that's a, that was foolish. That was foolish. Exactly. So I hope he's listening. Um, he knows who he is. But the reason I was calling was about the, was about the Bulls, which I found very um, uh, uh, encouraging, was the fact that the only reason they was in that game because they actually shot some threes in the first half. Mm-hmm. You know, they shot 24 threes, you know. So, um, and, and that was a good thing because they was able to get back in that game. They was able to uh, um, stay in that game. And, you know, and DeMar, he had his legs in the second half because the other, t- the, the other uh, players on the team were doing their job. You know, so, you know, I find that encouraging. If they can keep, you know, making sure they're shooting threes at a good clip, yeah, you know, course. this team might do, you know, do better than what we think they, they can for the rest of the season. Better buy into the, uh, the movement uh, here in the NBA of shooting a lot of threes and shooting them well. There's no doubt it helps. It just does. The math is in your favor if you can knock down threes. Jordan, thanks. And they do need a little bit more dependable three-point shooting. When Lonzo was gone last year, they really didn't have a lot of it. You know, and especially then when Zach hurt his knee and was sluggish and in and out of the lineup a lot late, remember? And then all together by the end of the year. Without Zach and Lonzo on the floor, I mean, DeMar's not a three-point shooter, you know? Um, Nicole, I told you about Vooch. Historically, he's he's not a great three-point shooter. You need Dragic. You need Io. He had 17 rebounds, though. That's yeah. that's what he gives you. Yeah, you take that. He can clean that up for you. Oh, we got a lot of calls. We got him like, spraying all well, the fields, too. Well, we've got to take a break. We'll talk to Courtney Crona coming up. We'll do McKnight at the Movies. We've got Best Bets. We'll go over the college and pro slate with Todd Furman live in Vegas at 135. So a lot to do. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. It's Carmen and York. We return in just two minutes.